Chapter 8. Take Time and Study Merely reading the Bible is not what God wants. Again and again we are exhorted to search. Scripture. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all diligence and searched the Scriptures daily, whether those things were so. Acts chapter 17, verse 11. So they read in the book in the law of God clearly and paid attention and understood the reading. Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 8. We must study the Bible thoroughly and hunt through it, as it were, for some great truth. If a friend were to see me searching around a building and were to come up and say, Moody, what are you looking for? Have you lost something? And I answered, No, I haven't lost anything. I'm not looking for anything in particular. I suppose he would just leave me alone and think me very foolish. But if I were to say, Yes, I've lost a dollar, then I might expect him to help me find it. Read the Bible, my friends, as if you were seeking for something of value. It is a good deal better to take a single chapter and spend a week on it than to read the Bible at random for a week. Scripture If thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments within thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom and apply thine heart to intelligence, yea, if thou criest for understanding and givest thy voice unto intelligence, if thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Proverbs 2, verses 1 through 5. There was a time when I used to read a certain number of chapters a day, and if I did not get through my usual quantity, I thought I was getting cold and backsliding. But if a man had asked me two hours later what I had read, I could not tell him. I had forgotten nearly all of it. When I was a boy, one thing I used to do was to hoe corn on a farm. I used to hoe it so poorly in order to get over so much ground, though, that at night I had to put a stick in the ground so I knew the next morning where I had left off. That was somewhat the same as reading through a certain number of chapters every day. I read to meet my requirements and not to grow closer to God. A man will say, Wife, did I read that chapter? Well, says she, I don't remember. Neither of them can remember, and so he might then read the same chapter over and over again, and they call that studying the Bible. I do not think there is a book in the world we neglect so much as the Bible. This is how many group Bible studies are today. Men and women sit around and read a little book and then say, What do you think? Then they ask the next person, What do you think? At the end, you know what everyone thinks, but no one knows what God says. Too often we start and end with our opinions instead of the Word of God. Now, when you read the Bible at family worship or for private devotions, look for suitable passages. What would you think of a minister who went into the pulpit on Sunday and opened the Bible at random and began to read? Yet this is what most men do at family prayers. They might as well go into a drugstore and swallow the first medicine their eye happens to see. Children would take more interest in family prayers if the father would take time to search for some passages to suit a specific need. For instance, if any member of the family is about to travel, read Psalm 121. In time of trouble, read Psalm 91. 
When the terrible accident happened to the spree as we were crossing the Atlantic in November 1892, and when none on board ship expected to live to see the light of another sun, we held a prayer meeting, at which I read Psalm 107, verses 23-31. through 31. Those that go down to the sea in ships that do work in many waters, these have seen the works of the Lord and His wonders in the deep. For He commands and raises the stormy wind, which lifts up its waves. They mount up to the heavens, they go down again to the depths. Their soul is melted because of trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man, and all of their knowledge is of no avail. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and He delivers them out of their afflictions. He makes the storm a calm, so that its waves are still. Then they are glad because they are at rest. So He brings them into the haven of His will. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His mercy and for His wonderful works unto the sons of Adam. A lady came to me afterwards and accused me of making that passage up to suit the occasion. She did not know it was in the Bible. We need to get to know the Bible and use it. There are some questions that will help us get some good out of every verse and passage of Scripture. They may be used in family worship, in studying the Sunday school lesson, for prayer meeting, or in private reading. It would be a good thing if questions like these were written in the front of every Bible. 1. What people have I read about? And what have I learned about them? 2. What places have I read about? And what have I learned about them? If the place is not mentioned, can I find out where it is? Do I know its position on the map? 3. Does the passage refer to any particular time in the history of the children of Israel, or of some leading character? 4. Can I tell from memory what I have just been reading? 5. Are there any parallel passages or texts that throw light on this passage? 6. Have I read anything about God the Father, or about Jesus Christ, or about the Holy Spirit? 7. What have I read about myself, about man's sinful nature, or about the spiritual new nature? 8. Is there any duty for me to observe, any example to follow, any promise to lay hold of? any exhortation for my guidance, any prayer that I may pray. 9. How is this scripture profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness? 10. Does the passage of scripture contain the gospel? 11. Is there a main verse of the chapter or passage? Can I repeat it from memory?